Hi, folks. <laughs> Welcome to RFK Refugees, episode 106. Uh, it's your it's your main man, John, uh, and your main man, Ted. Ted apparently is quiet right now. We're gonna wait for Ted to uh, we're gonna wait for Ted to get his microphone situation working. But in the meantime, uh, I'm gonna keep on uh, I'm gonna keep on trucking here. So uh, it's been a it's been a week of a little bit of news. This is me vamping while Ted uh, figures out why you can't hear him. Uh, there's not a whole been, there's not been a whole lot to talk about really. I think that we've we're, we're in sort of the same place we were last week in that uh, all of these tournaments that were going to take the place of you know MLS season, NWSL season, USL season uh, have all been announced finally. I think we all finally got uh, the the information we needed. I think that they've got you know the unions agreed, the leagues agreed. You know, we got what we needed, basically. Uh, hey, Ted, is that you? Do I hear you? Nope, it's just me. Gonna keep rocking. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, yeah. That's that's basically where we're at. We now finally know who's in DC United's group, which is important and nice because we can actually preview now. Um, we can preview what the games are going to look like, even though uh, talking about you know who these teams are at this point will be sort of folly because uh, we haven't seen them in months uh and who knows what anyone's gonna look like after all this uh time off but that's where we're at that's what we've got to talk about uh we've also got a bill hamid tweet uh that uh got a little bit of press uh for his feelings about the tournament and uh sort of the the way that it's being administered i think that's i think that's something of note uh and loud united's back to full training and and nwsl the washington spirit are getting ready for their tournament so uh, lots of stuff going on from that perspective, uh, but not necessarily. Uh, Hello. Not, hey, there we go. There's. Hey, there we go. Got it figured out. No, it's great. No, I've done. I've done now. I think three minutes of of, uh, of monologue soliloquy. Uh, everyone's excited <laughs> about that. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll get us I'll get us sort of started on the first topic, and then we can we can go from there. Does that sound good to you? Sure, sure, John. You're taking over hosting duties. I'm seceding those to you. <laughs> Great. At one time, as as a favor for the fact that you have a kid, and you and I feel like you need you need you need it. Yeah, I do. I, <laughs> it's not <laughs> my life right now. I need more. All right. So, uh, DC United goalkeeper Bill Hamid slams MLS over Orlando tournament. Uh, the tweet is. I guess it was. I guess it was on Instagram. I guess it wasn't a tweet. Um, Bill said, I have no problem with the Orlando tournament. Looking forward to playing to lock us on the Disney campus like we are in jail or like us as grown men don't know how to live freely and still protect ourselves and our teammates is ridiculous. We aren't children who need supervision. I don't agree with being locked on the campus. And I've said this from the beginning. I know how to wear a mask and social distance myself uh, from people. We've agreed to this tournament. We've agreed to get sticks up our nose every two days. Now I believe we deserve the respect to not be locked up like we are animals or in jail. Oh, that's oh, a boy. lot. That's a lot of charged <laughs> words uh, from Bill Hamid about this tournament, about being confined to a to a Disney hotel um, for for a few weeks. Uh, Ted, I'll let you I'll let you take a first hack at this. What, what were your what was your response when seeing this and sort of seeing the? And by the way, there's only been 137 <laughs> retweets of this, so it's not. This is a tempest in a teapot, but this is what you talk about when there's still no games. So we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I can't. I can't disagree with what he. I mean, I, re, I really almost can't disagree. I guess with what he's with what he's saying. 
Um, because it, I'm not the one who's going to be going to Florida, going to Orlando, uh, which, by the way, Orla- uh, Florida is now under a huge spike of COVID-19 cases. Um, so it seems like the perfect timing for, for the team to visit down there. It, it, it's hard because I can't, I can't be like, oh, no, he's completely off base. He's completely wrong. You know, despite the fact that I want soccer, I will say, though, if, if, you, if you want to play, this is probably the only way it's going to happen, though. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's just the way it is. Yes, you can social distance. Yes, you can. You can decide that, you know, you're you're you know going to confine your, you know, confine yourself and do all those things. The fact of the matter is, this is the only way it's happening in the United States. Um, our our uh, our national government, our States, whatever, whatever you want to say, as uh, the peeing sound comes through my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, uh, this is a great, uh, we always think we iron out the kinks, but, and then everything goes wrong. Um, but it, at, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, it's, it stinks that this is the way it has to be done. I can understand Bill Hamid's sentiments. I can understand what what's ha- what's going on and what's happening I- i'm not discounting what he's saying because i'm not the one who's going to go do it and it, i wish nothing more that that this game was taking place and i, I do believe there is a uh, a cost sense to from uh, from mls having it at one location you don't have to hire you know game day staff you don't have to hire media you probably have to hire maybe one media representative uh, or, or fewer media representatives at the very least uh, so there's no doubt there's a cost saving aspect to MLS uh, for this. So uh, I, I respect his opinion on this tweet. I just don't know how. I don't see any other way you can have games now without being isolated and without isolating people off. Because uh, then you get situations like what happened. Uh, what happened in DC with a player getting COVID nineteen? Um, I'll be curious. I, I don't know if we'll find out who the we player is. We could yeah, figure we'll- it out. Out, I think we can figure it out, and the, and the reason, by the way, that you do not know who these players are there is due to HIPAA, and and that's probably there's a lot of laws regarding you know uh, regarding this uh, regarding you know privacy when it comes to this. Um, I know because I work in the IT medical field, so I am well aware of the of the uh, of the many you know laws and stipulations of this. So um, that's why you're not seeing who who it, sometimes it leaks to the press. Sometimes if the player comes out and says I caught COVID, you know that's different. But uh, all I, I don't we have to do all we would have to do is look who did not come to the field painting and who isn't in any pictures of training field full full field training. That's all we would need to do. Yeah. Am I going to do that? I'm not. I don't care enough. But we could. Yeah. It could be done. Uh, so all right. So so my take on this is that maybe saying jail. And maybe call, maybe saying like animals is a little is a little bit over the top, particularly in the current setting of uh, police brutality and and yeah, I feel like maybe that's a, the wrong time for these words. Um, and and sort of Twitter had Twitter, I think the the non the non like whatever the whatever the player I like says is good crowd gave it to him a little bit on that. And I think that's probably fair. Um, the the deal here is like the league the league likely had a liability issue here. And they didn't want to expose themselves to lawsuits, and and we'll talk about that. What what the complications there of of that are in other leagues uh, with this, but they had to create an atmosphere where they control all elements in order to make sure that everyone stayed safe, and that they minimize the chance of exposure and and having to shut down. Granted, now the reason they're doing that is not necessarily for player safety; it's so that the games happen and so that they don't get sued. Um, so that's why that's why all this sort of. Um, precautions are being taken, but 
I mean, like you said, he's he's certainly entitled to his his take here. We don't have to do it. Um, although right now I would take being locked in a Disney hotel for for two weeks right now and and going out and playing in the sun. I would I would take that, but I have you know you know that's not everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, that's that's just that's just the deal. And I think that there's I think he's going to hear a little bit more. He has definitely found his voice. I think for for better for the most case um, in the last few weeks. Uh, I think this is a little bit of a misstep. I think this is sort of why they 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 uh, try to limit his media exposure because he's he says what he thinks, right? Like he, yeah, he's, he's not shy about it. <laughs> he's not shy about it. He says what he thinks, and uh, most of the time that's good. And some of the times I think it may come across in a way that the team would prefer it to go. I don't imagine he's going to have to take this down or get yelled at by the team because, again, like I said, a grand total of 177 retweets and us talking about it is probably the maximum media exposure it's going to get. But anyway. I think that's I think that's well enough about a tweet. Uh, let's talk about Group C. Let's talk group about C. let's talk about the group of not deaf uh, that that's gonna that DC United finds itself. So they they will be playing Toronto FC, New England Revolution, and the Montreal Impact. But before before we get into that, let, let's talk about this because th- there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, um, stink. I, I guess is the right word made about the random draw. Uh, that took place. There, there was some speculation as to just how much of a random draw this is. Um, I will admit it's it's a little goofy that they have one group of six teams and everybody else with four teams. They moved Nashville to the uh, to the east. Um, so uh, so yeah. So it's a little bit bizarre. At the end of the day, though, Do you hear about that though? Does it really? I, I don't. I don't. It, I, it really doesn't matter. I, a lot of people. Th- this is a tournament just to. Get soccer played. Get some regular season games in. Yeah, there's a tournament. Yeah, there's going to be a trophy. Can we talk about how bad the name is, though? Sorry, I think it's not a good name. No, no tournament. No tournament should have a uh, a predicate, a subject, and a verb. In my opinion, in the title, there should not be. Did I say predicate right? Is that is that is that the subject? That is the, the word. I don't know. I don't know what a predicate is, but that is how you say the word predicate. I do. Yes, agree. I don't know. But I think there should be a full sentence. <laughs> Charlie, Bowen made a, Charlie Bowen made a point that could you think of a name that people would not made would have not made fun of on this? Like, I mean, they could have been like, I don't know, COVID tournament or like. Oh no, I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, there's, there's like nothing. I don't. I, it was a no win scenario, and in that scenario, they chose a dumb name. So, you know, it's stupid. I, there were people that were accusing Charlie Davies of like, you know, of like some some hot, you know, the, the heated up uh, tennis balls or not tennis balls, ping pong balls. There was, I mean, I don't care. I don't care. It benefits us for sure. Yeah. Uh, I like this group. Well, let's talk about this group. Uh, Toronto FC. You may remember them uh, most recently from the, the team that beat the bejesus out of us an extra time in the playoffs. Uh, I remember that. That sucked. Uh, and uh, they're so that's an option. We're playing them. They're they're likely to win this group if if talent alone and recent form uh, in the last year or two uh, is a is a barometer. Uh, Montreal, who we played in preseason and lost two three to one. I don't care about that. That doesn't mean anything. Who cares? And the New England Revolution, who uh, are better than they used to be for for certain, um, but still not someone that we should be quaking in fear of. This is a this is a group that we should advance out of or yeah. could advance out of. I think that's the I think that's the base level right there. See, seeing this group, does this change any of your expectations, or does does this change any of your? If we don't make it out of this group, 
suddenly things maybe turn a little bit uh, as far as, I, I guess, preparation for the team? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think what we were saying before is that the the the, the chaos inherent in this tournament is uh, such that you can't hold anyone accountable for the outcomes unless they lose every game four to nothing, and the players are an open insurrection and throwing eggs at Ben Olsen uh, while he's on the <laughs> sideline. That's pretty much the only way that I would move at all or judge at all on this. Um, but uh, yeah, I still think you know I hope they get out. I don't think this is definitely not nailed on. Like this is not. It's not a tough group compared to other groups. I think there's one group we could talk about that may be a little bit easier um, to get out of. Uh, but for the most part, this is a group that you you should be able to uh, get out of. But if you don't, it's you you could make an argument why that doesn't happen too. <laughs> I, I tell you, the two teams that got like that got jobbed uh, the 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 most here, and that is FC Cincinnati and the Houston Dynamo. FC Cincinnati has Atlanta United FC, New York Red Bulls, and the Columbus Crew. Yeah, they're not advancing. They were never advancing anyway, but they're definitely not advancing. <laughs> well, they got like, I mean, they, you know, maybe if they're in DC's group, we're, we're maybe talking a little bit. May, yeah, maybe they can make it. And then, of course, Houston Dynamo have LA Galaxy, LAFC, and the Portland Timbers. Um, even group Colorado, a. man. There, there's like one bad team in like all these groups that you know is not going to advance, like between groups D and E and F. Between Real Salt Lake, Sporting KC, and Minnesota United, you have the Colorado Rapids. Like they are going to get plastered in this tournament. I, uh, I'd like their chances in Group A too, with Orlando City, Inter Miami, New York City FC, Philly, Chicago Fire, and Nashville. Of that, I'm worried about uh, New New York City, maybe Philly, and then other than that, I would think that's wins. Uh, although you're not going to play all them, so I don't know how they're going to work that exactly. I, I think everybody's. I think it, maybe everybody's playing three games. I'd be very curious, yeah, how that's all going to work. I don't know if like if. It almost seems like you could split that into I don't know a three game set. Yeah, who knows? I, it, it's all it's all a little uh, it's all a little goofy. In fact, I'm looking at it now just for just for posterity. So like Orlando's not playing Chicago. Um, Orlando's a host, I guess, and they are the like top seed. So uh, we do get our first uh, Inter Miami Orlando series, which should be interesting. Florida Derby. Yep, the Florida Derby. So. Um, what what are we like? What are we expecting from like? I guess a media perspective on this tournament. Like, what are we looking for as far as the broadcast and like the packages and like everything? Yeah, it's gonna be weird, right? Like, I, the thing I'm bummed about. I'm if this tournament was starting right now, the nine a.m. games would rule. Because again, I'm on paternity leave right now, so nine a.m. games would be amazing. I go back to work uh, two days before this tournament starts, so thumbs down on that timing. But nine a.m. is cool. Cause it gives you something to have in the, on the background in the morning where you're having your coffee. Uh, I think they're going to have, they were talking about, I forget what player it was, was like, we got to make sure we don't swear uh, because there's going to be no sound and they're going to have mics on the field and they're going to, and they're going to record the coin flip. The lowest stakes thing in a soccer game <laughs> gonna be, is going to be given the super attention. So that'll be funny. I, you know, I don't know. It's going to be weird. They're going to have to, it's, it's going to be a challenge to make it look dynamic. Um, when MLS already suffered for TV anyway, even when there was stands full, like that was, they were still having a problem getting people to watch. They're going to have the advantage of less sports available. Um, and I'll take a quick diversion. Uh, MLB, uh, the, 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 uh, the owners told the teams or told the players today that, uh, there would be no season unless the players agreed to, uh, basically sign a, a waiver of liability for the league for anything that happened uh, as a result of the season due to COVID wow. and they're going to sign that. So there's not going to be any baseball till 2021. Uh, 
So that means there's less competition for MLS. Should they get this tournament done and should they return to home markets um, after this? The, the field is cleared a little bit. They're going to have, there's an NBA tournament. I don't know the dates on that one. So that's going to be going on as well. Um, but they, they've got a chance to, to, to put a foothold here. And if they can, if, if these games, if the production that we're talking about here does go well and people want to watch these games and the, and, and the play is good, um, this could be, this could be a good thing for the league as far as um, uh, TV popularity ratings on TV. Uh, that's going to be really important for them, especially as they're, you know, ramping down into their, into their new TV deal. Um, Cause the rest of the, I mean, they're, they're going to be hammered on money in every other way. So they've got to figure out a way to make some, some lemonade out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it, uh, they're, they're the first week league back, right, John, that's what ESPN is telling me. Right. Uh, that's what all the media is telling you. Right. Uh, yes. I don't know. Are they, who was the first one back? Did I lose you? Ted uh, unplugged his microphone. I did. There you go. You're that's that's that. So yeah, I think it's the. I think I think we need some wire fix. Uh, is it the first? Is it the first team coming back? Is it the first league coming back? Uh, NWSL is. Ah, actually. when that what's the start date on that one? That is uh, that is beginning of uh, I think mid uh, mid June. Is that right? That's the joke. I was setting up a joke and you completely missed over it. I did. I really did because uh, <laughs> I don't have the dates in front of me, so I've forgotten it. They start on June 27th, so yes. they keep them by a week and, and a couple of days. Yes, but of course the joke is so. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but ESPN apparently on Monday, I think tonight actually on their ESPN, it might have already happened. Sports Center, uh, they have already put in their like you know we're going to interview every sports commissioner. And they have uh, uh, conspicuously, I guess, for soccer fans in this country, have left out um, have left out the NWSL. Uh, so uh, bad on their part. I understand that uh, right now the rights are with CBS, so I'm sure that's playing a role in it. Um, it's still, it's still. I don't think it's an excuse. I think you you have that commissioner on you 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 advertise the top women's soccer league you have, you already have, you know, I, I'm not sure if the U S women, some of the U S women's players are going to be there. You have Julie Foudy out there. She, she's fantastic. She's excellent. You know, you, you can do some stories on, on this. And I, and I think you should do some stories on this. So um, I understand probably, you know, that CBS has the rights. So maybe there's some, you know, uh, some, some, we got there, but it's not a good look. And it's certainly not a good look to say nothing. I think, I think you can come out and say something. So make sure everyone you get your CBS All Access uh, trial yes. in place uh, by the 27th. I already subscribed because I think again I've talked about it because <laughs> I watched <laughs> the card. Uh, but it's it's a it's a crappy app, but the the web the content's pretty good as far as like the video quality. So um, on this tournament, we have we 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 uh, we think you think we do you think we'll get out with this uh, with this group? Do you think that's a likely opportunity? Uh, I mean, I, I, I want to think so. Um, I guess New England scares me a little bit because I know the coach that is behind the helm, and that's Bruce Arena, and you should never, never count out Bruce Arena. I'm actually more scared of New England than I am of, of Toronto because I think Toronto is that is a team that's kind of on a on a downswing almost. Um, I think they have two huge contracts in Josie Altador and Michael Bradley. 
Uh, and obviously they have Pasuelo, but there, there's this is a team that for the talent they have out there underperformed last season. Um, and, and I look at I look at New England just having a better just a better coach overall, and I think that maybe gives you a leg up. Um, so I, I, as far as uh, as far as maybe, maybe I'll be completely surprised by um, by Montreal, uh, but I don't could lose any of these teams. I think that's oh yeah. This is these none of these teams are Nashville or Chicago. Or Orlando. I, I or do think this I do think this tournament's gonna be a little bit wide open because there hasn't been a lot of prep time. And, and when you especially look at DC, they just now started full team training. Yep. Um and how Donovan Pines have been has been kicking a ball into a wall uh over and over again for, for a month now. So he's ready yeah. to go. Exactly. Uh but I mean uh, some other teams who have had less stringent um uh less stringent policies have not been i mean they have been uh um they have been doing probably full team training and stuff like that so that's going to play a role in it i think you're going to have teams that are going to be more physically fit than other teams just due to the nature of that so and i think dc's at a disadvantage based on when they're starting and, and when they're able to actually do full team training backs against um, the wall ted this is where this is where we ex- exceed expectations here <laughs> and Olsen, ben olsen and the uh you know us against the world why why can't us it's a, it's a really good opportunity for them to 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 surprise some people and get out of here. Um, do we we didn't say this yet? So a DC United player, I, we did talk about this. Had tested positive for COVID um, the same day they announced we're going back to uh, full team training. Uh, you know, I, I think that'll be a big deal. Um, there's there was some there was some confusion on Twitter about um, about testing uh, and. and we, we can get into that, I guess. There was a question about sort of like uh, availability of testing and te- how these sports leagues are, and we talked about this before, how these sports teams are are making this work where they're able to test all these players over and over again. Um, and, and we sort of had a dialogue on Twitter about it. Like in a lot of places, Virginia specifically, in areas that are not hot hot zones, you could there are three to four places within a mile and a half drive of my house where I can walk up uh, without a doctor's note and get tested. Um, there's now the my, uh, my, my wife actually just got tested. Um, she came up negative, thankfully. Uh, but we had a situation where she works at a law firm and there was a client of hers that had contracted COVID. So there was some concern and she didn't need a doctor's note. She just walked right up to the testing, got tested. Yep. And in a couple of days, got her test results back. Um, so, uh, so you know, it's, it's, the testing is more available than it was. I think, I think that's the, yeah, the downside is it looks to be still $200 without insurance in a lot of places, which is a real big high barrier. If you don't have insurance, like yeah. $200 is, is like, might as well be a little bit more than $200 when you look at it like that. But um, suffice to say, like, I think that, I think that the, the protocol it worked, they caught the, they caught a player that was symptomatic with testing or even not symptomatic. And they're going to put him, uh, on ice for for 14 days, and then we'll move on from that. And it doesn't it does not appear to have spread to other players on the team. They, they're taking real good care, uh, or were until they downs full team training. They were able to basically segment group by group. We'll put you in this locker room. We'll put these guys in this locker room. We'll have it t- staggered over the day. So now they're finally getting to actually see all their teammates and, and go 11 on 11. I think that'll be I think that'll be helpful for them. But yeah, um, I think we'll see. I, I'm hoping there's not been a lot of content from the team. And granted, they had layoffs, and there's not been a real opportunity to, to do stuff. But they've done a lot of stuff. Like I just noticed on Twitter, um, they did a 
Jaime and Marco like happy hour discussion tonight, which rules. And I'm sad that I missed it. Um, but like there hasn't been a lot of player uh, content and training content. So I'm hoping they pick that up now that they're actually able to be in Audi field and get it going. We got to be thirsty for it. Yeah, we, we, we need content. We need something else to talk about. Uh, we might, we might try to bring on some, uh, some guests. We might try to do our, our team previews that we always do uh, by bringing in some guests uh, for the show. We'll, we'll, yeah, we actually have an opportunity to do that because we, we know we're playing people. That's yes, we, we know exactly what games are happening, so we can actually go ahead and do that. We've also got some other stuff planned, too, uh, not related to uh, to DC, to the Washington Spirit. We're, we're going to try to do the best we can uh, to give you the full, the full, full glimpse of of both these teams, and and have content for these games as well. We're going to watch these games. We're we're going to drop. I'm going to drop the money on CBS All Access. Um, I am going to drop whatever it takes to watch all the games. I, they haven't announced the schedule yet for MLS, and I guess I'm a little frustrated by that. Right. That you don't you don't know what the schedule is. I know you got TV concerns. Obviously, Orlando versus Miami probably going to get the eight. You know, the eight p.m. slot. Um, your LA, your LA got your Portland Timbers, Seattle Sounders game is obviously going to get, I think they're in the same group to the same group. I have to go back and look, but your, your big, your big, your big time matches are going to get, are going to get the, uh, the, 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 the special treatment. So, um, so yeah, I'm so excited for this, Ted, I'm going to watch all of these games. I am, I'm <laughs> the cool thing too. Like if you've not watched the spirit before and you know, that's okay. If that's been the case, if that's been your previous position, uh, the, the, this is the season. This tournament is the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got a chance now to get, this is like a real good entree into following the spirit. Um, you've got, you've got a concentrated situation where it's going to be over a short period of time. There's no other conflicts for other sports. Like give yourself an opportunity to check a team out. If you haven't already, um, there's a lot of, you know, we, we, we started to follow a little bit closer last year and it was enjoyable. There's a lot of really talented players in this team. Uh, a lot of new young players that also uh, Ashley Sanchez is basically the, hopefully the Mallory Pugh replacement. Um, so there's a lot, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of changes. There's lots of new young players this year. They're not going to get any chance to sort of ramp up into the season. They're going to be thrown into the middle of a uh, tournament <laughs> right away. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be something different than usual, but check it out. If you haven't, we really encourage it. We're going to try to get uh, some more uh, spirit content for you to sort of, you know, breadcrumb you along if you haven't been engaged on them in the past. I think it's, I think it's something that's really worth doing. Um, it, it occurs to me that uh, we, <laughs> because the season stopped right after Muhammad Abu and, uh, and uh, Iguain signed, like that's like two free new players that didn't exist for us before. <laughs> and now they exist. And now those players are, are back. Is it bad? I'd forgotten about Muhammad. Uh, no, Muhammad Abu. Not, I, <laughs> I looked at the roster. I was like, Oh yeah, we did. We did sign that guy. Yeah, I remember Federico Iguain, obviously. I remember him. I'll be curious to see how many minutes he gets and, and how he looks, to be honest. So, Well, he looks really good in the all-blacked-out Adidas boots that he wears right now. So if, if nothing else, he's very styling. Yes. That is an old that is an old man move, by the way, Lee. All-blacked-out. Like, that is a very old man choice, and I, you know, I'm, I'm there now. I support it. I think it's great. <laughs> no more flash. You, you, hit, you, you hit that fatherhood, and suddenly, like, you know, you Head. start... You don't even know. <laughs> that is exactly true. There is a number of things that hit you very suddenly, uh, and then you decide. For instance, you're like, you know what? I am going to pay someone to wash my car, or I am. You know what? I don't have time to read anymore. I don't have time. It, it happens very fast. You're like, I have an hour in my life. What am I going to do with it? I'm going to sleep. That's what I'm going to do with it. Right. Or I'm going to fix the. I'm going to fix the bathroom fan, which is what I did this weekend. <laughs> stuff. 
Uh, Loud United restarted. Uh, not a lot to talk about there. That we other than we already talked about. Sort of, uh, there's a bit of a confusion about what players they're going to have access to, who DC United is going to bring down to Florida. So that will preclude a lot of the players that they might have thought they were going to get, and really give the players an opportunity to further down the roster to get sort of uh, chances that they might not have other gotten. There's a lot of players who are prospects long term who are not on the two way deal, the, the homegrown, the homegrown deal. Um, that, you know, we should be excited about seeing. Uh, so there's, there's an opportunity there that, that wouldn't have happened otherwise. So we got to be kind of excited about that, but, um, we are going to try to get, uh, coach Martin on again. Uh, he, uh, mentioned he wanted to do that. So it's a matter of sort of aligning up and make sure that we've got, uh, our, 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 you know, schedules lined up. Uh, but it, they're, they're going to play in their home stadiums and it was, it was not a certainty that that was going to happen. There was a vote on the USL level. Uh, and it was not unanimous, and it wasn't close to unanimous. It was basically one on a majority, a little bit higher than a majority vote. Um, but uh, the some of the some of the teams didn't want to go back and play in their lo- local district. Some of them didn't want to have a season at all. Uh, many of those that didn't want to have a season at all, I believe, are the MLS two sides. But yeah, uh, the the reporting says basically that um, you know Loudon was not one of those teams. Loudon wanted to wanted to get going and wanted to do this. Um, so that, you know, from our perspective, that's good. I want to, I want to see these games, like the more, the more, the better, particularly if, if MLS does not find it possible to get back into their home markets, which is not a given, particularly as, as cases are spiking in so many States right now, it's entirely possible that like NWSL, this MLS tournament is the season. Um, I think that they're going to, they're going to try to make sure it doesn't happen, but I think it's got to keep in mind that it's possible. But anyway, there are, there are players on this Loudon team that will not be down in Orlando that I really want to see. Uh, and and I encourage again same same as I encouraged you with uh, the Washington Spirit. Uh, these Loudon games are fun. Uh, they tend to be they tend to be a little bit more free flowing and not very not very defensively locked down. No offense, Ryan, if you're listening. Um, uh, there there seems to be a lot more opportunities to to see goals. So uh, another great opportunity. You're not going to go see any games in person this year. If you're if you were a season ticket holder for DC United, tough cookies. You're not going to go see them. You're not going to go see them this year. So give yourself that time. Uh, to watch these other games uh, and learn more about the, the the further depths of this of this roster, Ted Cudi Pietro, uh, very high among them, Christian Sordo. There's a bunch of players that I'm really excited to watch on a weekend, week out basis after they start in July. Uh, Ted, you're mute again. Again? Yep. Now we're good again. Okay. All right. So we're having some technical difficulties. Ted's going to be hitting up Amazon for a wire connector after this episode. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Am I actually connected? I am actually connected now, apparently. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, but the uh, you know, there's gonna be no live soccer for anybody this year. It's it's just not it's just not gonna exist. It's just not gonna exist, and that's the way it is. And uh, we're gonna have to we have to live with that. Um, I think in the in a certain sense, and for me especially, you know, not being able to go to kickers games has been hard. And and um, I hope I get to watch them on the field, uh, but I think I will have the question: Is it a regular season if I actually go to a go to an actual soccer match? Because I am a I am a sucker for live soccer. I love live soccer, and it and I'm I am a ten, I I am almost part of me didn't want the kick the kickers or or even DC to come back if there wasn't going to be a, an ability to go to a game. And maybe I'm selfish in that regard, but um, I understand. I understand they have to come back. It's at the League One level. I would agree. With, I think some of those games are pretty dire, and USL too, and MLS, MLS also. But I think the 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 curve goes up, and the appeal for League One uh, from a 
play at least for at least the games of the kickers games I watched last year. I know Ted's getting I, I feel Ted's glare on. Oh there. no, we were bad. We were bad. Yeah. Let's not let's not, let's like, not you know let's not let's not mince words here. The kickers were a bad team. Me not getting to watch them in person and then get that sort of like love. I was just watching them on 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 TV. I was like, boy, this is bad. This is really tough to watch. Also, like the camera lines, the sun coming in, the empty stands in the far end. Like it is not a vis- it is not a visual. It's not great on TV. It's really not good at all. So I'm sure you like it watching it in person, though. That's that's that that's where Richard Kickers eats. I I was I am a, I was a little bit encouraged uh, by the team and some of the guys that they're bringing in. A lot of times the kickers would sign players, and they'd be guys that 